Hey everybody, welcome back to 9-4 Radio. I'm Sarah, I'm your host, and I'm the founder of 9-4 Coaching. I believe that movement is medicine, and I use it along with breath work and getting out into nature to help my clients build and rebuild emotional and physical durability. Today I want to kick off a a series, a six-part series, of returning from injury. And there are five components that most coaches don't necessarily take into consideration and most like athletes or clients or people that have been injured um they're they're often underutilized so today's episode we are going to I'm going to introduce what these these topics are these ideas these concepts and uh dig into them just a little bit and I'm actually going to dedicate an entire episode Moving forward to dive in, like deep dive into all of these uh, individually. So here we go. Um, the five C's of returning from injury. First one is control. Um, there are things that we can control and there are things we can't control. And especially when you have an injury, we, we all kind of figure out how fragile we as human beings are and that is unnerving and having had injuries having had like aggravations and tweaks and stuff like that i i have been there and i have felt those things and i have at times like let myself go down that deep rabbit hole of what if i never feel better again uh is this going to be the way i feel for the rest of my life um what Have I, like, what freedoms have I taken for granted that I may never regain? And it sucks. And it is, uh, it's a very strong pull mentally. And what I found is identifying small things that I can control gives me a win. It gives me some sense of um, agency inside of what is... I mean, literally, it's like life is uncontrollable, right? But by finding small things that I can control, uh, I feel like I have a little bit of agency in the situation. And that oftentimes is the one, like the first thing to allow for clearer thinking, right? To get out of that panic. The one little tiny bit of control that, uh, that I can exercise sometimes is enough to pull me out of that tailspin. So that's control. Next is consistency. So we're talking about repeated exposure, um, small investments of time and energy into a workout, into showing up um, to do like movements, to to getting outside. I mean, because we're talking about an injury, right? And And a lot of times... Injuries, people think of physical injuries, right? We're not talking about, um, most people don't often go to like mental health or like, a, a like, like mental health injuries or emotional health injuries. This is the same thing. So consistency, consistently like going outside and getting some sunlight, that can be a tactic for rehabbing like, like a, like a mental injury, right? Like an emotional injury. So Consistency, repeatedly showing up. 
The next is creativity. And as a coach, we know that there's a million ways to accomplish the same outcome. And not every way works for everybody. So it's really our job to determine the best course of action. What is, uh, like, think creatively. Think outside the box. Especially if we are helping rehab um, or recover or return to training. We have to exercise some sort of creativity in order to accomplish the same things because there just there are by nature limitations, right? If you're returning from an injury, if you're recovering, if you're if you're rehabbing, there's inherent limitations, right? So, coaches, be creative, right? There's there's a million different things that you can change and you can manipulate to get your athletes a win, to get your clients a win. It also is a really good reminder if you are the person who is returning from an injury. Like, be creative. Don't just, like, well, I used to do it this way, and it's the only way I know how to do it, and I'm not going to do it another way, even though it would theoretically accomplish the same task. So be creative. Give yourself some grace. The fourth one is commitment. Commitment to the plan or commitment to the process. And how is that different than consistency? Commitment is that emotional buy-in. It's that trust and it is showing up 100% because you believe that that plan or that process is going to work, right? I can consistently show up and not be committed. And I know it sounds crazy, but like, hear me out. If I, if I just show up, if, if, I, if everything's a checklist and I just do the movements, but I don't believe, I'm not committed, I don't believe in the plan, I don't believe in the process, I don't show up fully, I'm leaving, I'm leaving like results on the table. And that's why commitment's so important. If I'm committed, obviously I'm going to be consistent. I can be consistent without being committed. And it's that belief and that trust in the process. And it's one of those things, like we'll talk about this in the commitment episode, but commitment is one of those things that if there is some sort of a a weirdness um, in the relationship between you and your coach, if you're the the client or the athlete, um, coaches feel it uh, and really good coaches address it. And, uh, and I'm on my way to becoming a really good coach, but I can definitely feel when there is some sort of, um, like there, there's just some sort of friction, right? There's just some sort of like unnamed, uh, friction. And a lot of times it'll show up as commitment. Like there's just not a way to articulate, um, a hesitation in, in the plan, but a, like, but a, um, like a reverence for the coach, right? Um, and, and for me, it's, we'll talk about that in the future episodes, but just know, uh, I'm really, I'm really excited to talk about the commitment piece. Um, just know that showing up and believing in the, in the plan is as important as being consistent with it. And if there is some sort of hesitation, if you are the client, if you're the athlete, feel free to bring it up. Good coaches will be able to 
separate themselves from their plans. And if you have a coach that doesn't do that, then maybe it's time to look at getting a different coach. Coaches, remember, you are not the plans that you create. No plan is perfect. Every, even the most impressive plans in the whole world get blown up at first contact. So until we get to the commitment episode, that's all I'm going to say about it. Finally, confidence. This is, this one is hard to measure, but you know you have it when you don't think about it. And and I know that sounds ethereal and weird, and I'm going to unpack that. So we're talking about confidence in yourself. We're talking about confidence in the the injured um, piece or parts that that you have. So let's say you just had um, had knee surgery, did all the rehab, surgery, physical therapy. You went to uh, an active life professional or myself or another active life professional out there and you got that follow-along care after PT and you now have the confidence that your knee is sound. Um, I know my mom had uh, knee replacement a few years ago and the, the one big, um, the one big metric or the one big topic is, is to build that confidence in if I'm going to take a step, it's not going to, A, it's not going to hurt. B, uh, my joint, my knee, my new knee isn't going to buckle. It's going to be able to bear the weight and uh, it's going to be pain-free. And a lot of, like, that's usually the last piece is being fully confident in your ability to do the things that you used to do or the confidence that you can test, you can go hard, you can go, like you can, you don't have to think about, you don't have to dedicate like extra brain power to protecting that, that ligament, that joint, that, um, tendon, that muscle or whatever, whatever piece and part, um, had been injured. Having the confidence to feel like a sound, solid human being um, is incredibly important. And confidence is, is generally a side effect of planning the work and working the plan. Um, it is absolutely an intentional um, component of returning, returning your athletes to injury if you're a coach. If we were all he- or, uh, if we were all robots, we wouldn't have to worry about any of this. We would just prescribe the appropriate sets and reps and stimulus and dose, and everybody would just magically return to to their sport or return to like life with no problems. Fortunately for us, we are human beings, and that is not the case. So we really do need to address control, consistency, creativity commitment and confidence in what we're doing when, when we are returning from injury. And I know I talked a lot about like sport, like returning to sport, um, returning from a physical injury. I promise you that this is transferable. If you are like a normal person who just goes to the gym and works out and like 
doesn't play team sports. It applies if we're talking, like I said before, about like mental or emotional injuries. Um, we are talking about people that are, you know, that do play on a sport. That that when I was in high school, basketball was my life. And I guarantee that had I ever been injured, these are the things that I would have wanted uh, to be part of my returning from injury plan. So once again, control, consistency, creativity, commitment, and confidence. We are going to talk about all of these in detail in future episodes. And if you are at all interested in, uh, in like, if you're wondering, like, wow, Sarah, that's, this is incredible. We're like, where did you come up with this? The answer is I spend hours, uh, I've spent hours for the last year with a group called Active Life, and I'm in their professional development program called Active Life Professional. And we sit down every week and we talk about stuff like this in order to become the kind of professionals that that need to bridge the gap between fitness and healthcare. And if you're a coach and you are super interested in learning more about it, I'm happy to talk. Um, being a part of this professional education, um, it's unique and it's deep and it's meaningful and it's it's really a privilege to be able to bring some of this content uh, out to the masses because these are the kinds of conversations that coaches and clients, coaches and, and athletes need to be having. And it's going to increase the, uh, the overall physical and emotional durability. And that's what I'm all about. So we will catch you next time. Thanks.